Okay, we leading just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, dropping knowledge on all that you get. A bigger the front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keep it real and stay solid just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like vultures. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll. Well, we'll be on a whole different vibe, though. We like to ride slow and keep our windows spinning so you really can see us. Like Stevie Wonder waking up with his eyes closed. Yeah, got the kind of flow that rocked the boat. On my 16s of pounds of dough. And if you figure you can hang with me on the mic, then grab some rope. Matter of fact, better grab some hope while you at it. We keep it live, it's time to tune in. Turn up the sound on what you're using. It goes so hard, I think it's bruising. The show is 2020, no need to zoom in. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it, and I'm telling you, I know my listeners are too. Mm. Um, as and, and I'm I'm gonna I'm turn the conversation just a little bit, okay? Because I, I want to get your perspective on a few other things. I have okay. this other project I was working on, and still am. It's called mm. Women on Marriage. Mm. Oh, <laughs> so the conversation is is this, uh-huh. um. Before the Women on Marriage series, I did a Men on Marriage series because mm-hmm. at that point in time, my podcast was about 65% women. Yeah. And so I did an open forum on what topics would you like to hear? Mm-hmm. And I got like eight messages saying, do black men want to get married anymore? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, of course we do. Like, why'd yeah. you ask me that? And their response was this. How come we don't hear you guys talk about it? Mm-hmm. So I did a whole series of conversations yeah. of yeah. myself with black men discussing what where we are with marriage. Yeah. Not all of it was pretty. Yeah. Not all of it's going to be pretty. I got some gentlemen who were divorced who was like, nah, I'm never going to do it again. Yeah. I had a gentleman who was divorced but said, I'm going to stay true to what I want in life. Yeah. And so I'm going to remain a great husband. And then I had another gentleman who was my frat brother and he came from like a spiritual aspect that mm. blew my mind. Mm. Like just, just I was like, okay, I see where you're going. Yeah. And so naturally, women said, okay, when's it going to be our turn? So I started yeah. doing women, and the responses have been so drastically, beautifully different. I mm. love it. So I am. It, it, it's so funny that you bring this up because today, for the first time in seven years, I legally have my maiden name back. Oh. It took me seven years. It was a hell of a process. And for the last five years, I have struggled with whether or not, because the the word love was such a trigger for me. Mm. I hated the word love. And now I'm so obsessed with learning it and picking apart and figuring out what is it? What does it mean? What, what does it mean? Um, and, and, I actually read Bell Hooks all about love. And that was the first time where I felt like I actually had a working definition to understand what love is. Because again, I'm a I'm one of those people that likes to intellectualize shit. But I feel like <laughs> I finally have a working definition. And that is it's an investment, a mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional investment. So now I'm finally back at the point to where, and I was even telling some like some of my homegirls this, like where I want to make that investment again. Because if you would have asked me a year ago before or even sooner than that. Uh, would I ever get married again? I would have told you, hell no. But now if you ask me at this very moment, I will tell you, yeah, I already picked out my wedding song 
and I already picked out my date too. It's the 21st of September. And the first dance is Earth, Wind, and Fire September. <laughs> like, did, like I've gotten to that space. And that is because I, I have done the part where I have picked apart how I made mistakes along the way and how so much of mm. the relationship issues that I had were my fault, were my own uh, doing, you know, was, was my own nonsense. Um sure. And cleaning that up and and coming back to it, but also deconstructing marriage because just like religion, we have been given this checklist of all of these things that we're supposed to do, but those work for average, not individuals. Mm. You know, like I, I can't tell you the number of times where I have had to explain to a gentleman, don't buy me flowers. I know women are supposed to like flowers, but I'm not a flower girl. I like books. I like food. I like playlist. You can save your money sending me flowers because they're not going to mean anything to me. But if you take the time to be like, hey, I heard this song and I thought about you, it's going to give you the same reaction from me as on average you would believe sending a woman flowers would. Right. Individualize your intimacy to me. That's mm -hmm. what I'm asking. And over and over again, I keep being met with cliche intimacy. I don't want that. I didn't know that I didn't want that before. And I didn't know that that's why I was not responding to the people that I was dating and why I could not see a long-term um, connection with these people. Why, why I immediately wanted to go in a different direction. It was because these were not the people that were looking to individualize their intimacy with me. And therefore I didn't want to do it with them. Damn. But now I want that. Now I desire that. Have I found it? Nope. Nope, it's been a long road, but I have yet to give it the faith because now I understand that what I want is rare and therefore it's going to take a little bit more, you know, prep time, a little longer to cook. Right. And that anticipation that. makes it worth it, I mm -hmm. imagine. Um, but yeah. that's 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 interesting that you you brought that up. A lot of times I, I don't get to have these conversations with women yeah. because... It's so many defensive positions out of hurt mm -hmm. that people just stop listening. Yeah. But with, with this platform and when I genuinely and, and earnestly, honestly yeah. approach someone trying to understand and bridge that gap mm -hmm. so that someone else can understand, I think people are more receptive to speaking about it. Absolutely. I, I do. I see exactly what you mean because I have been on both sides of this where it was fuck these niggas. I don't want to hear what you have to say because look at the the pain that you caused. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it never dawned on me that maybe you were being destructive because you have been destroyed. And maybe some of that is my fault. Maybe it's never been safe for you to, you know, be anything other than destructive in my presence. And I and I like honestly like discovering that yo shit stank is <laughs> um I I had this this one guy friend. Well, this one guy, I, I guess he was really wasn't my friend, he was a guy that I was like messing around with, but he was like the first one to ever tell me how destructive I was. Ooh. And I was always like, it's y'all niggas, y'all are the problem. And he finally broke it down to me one day. He was like, You are so destructive, it's not even funny. How did you take you that? You are you are just plowing through men destroying them one after another and wearing it as a badge of honor but why are you so destructive why did you destroy me and i was like oh shit did i destroy you and he was like yeah 
And that was the first time I had a conversation with somebody that had to say out loud to me, you were destructive towards me. And I was like, oh, shit, I have become the very thing I never wanted to be. Mm. Now I look just like all of my monsters. And I realized that my monsters were also destroyed at some point, and that's what made them destructive. Now I can have a certain empathy and compassion when they begin to speak. Does it still trigger me sometimes? Hell yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I still fuck these niggas. But then I have to immediately hit a U-turn and be like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me hear what this man is trying to say. And then I've even learned to stop referring to him as these niggas and say, this man mm. watching my conversation. Can I ask you an honest question? Please. Because this people who are listening to this are, are going to want to know. And this is on behalf of men. Okay. Because I've had this question posed to me from women. Okay. With your circle and when someone is in that space uh -huh. was fuck them niggas or fuck uh -huh. them girls for, or uh -huh. fuck the women from, from whatever standing you're in or what circle you're in. Uh-huh. How do you acknowledge that statement in your circle mm. because i know in my circle and this is this is just me this is just the type of niggas i run with mm -hmm. the instant someone is like man fuck women i ain't even i ain't mm -hmm. fuck these hoes it's like whoa what happened to you you know mm -hmm. like we we go and and it, it's probably because the the circle i run with are people i'm comfortable being addressed down me with yeah yeah um, and, and I am in the same, like I, again, very seldom call people a friend. So when I say it, I mean it honestly. Um, I, and I actually recently said that. So we, we were having a discussion about, and this is like a complete transparent moment. So we were talking about sex and like one of the questions is like, well, what do you do with blase blase? And so we were going for back and forth, cracking jokes. And I was like, Honestly, I'm I really don't do nothing. And so one of so one of my friends chimes in and she's like, Do you want these niggas to think you lazy? And I was like, righteously fuck these niggas. I don't care. I'm never gonna see them again. So I might as well get mine and get out. Right. Mm. And she called me on it almost immediately. She was like, That's not cute. And I know you thought that that sounded like some boss shit, but like, no. And like then I had to like come to terms with the fact that I am I have been so disconnected over the years that I don't even give a damn about the people that I'm screwing. I'm just screwing them to get mine and then disposing of them, which again is messy, which is destructive. Because why would you do that? She called me out on it immediately. And, th and then I had to go unpack some more of my stuff and go. All right, now we might need to start looking at celibacy because um, we can't be destructive like this anymore. This isn't this isn't helping the goal of you, you want to be in a healthy, fulfilling relationship. Mm. You can't keep down this road, sis. Don't, those are the people that you want around you, not the ones that are going to be like, hey, yeah, girl, fuck these niggas. Like, don't, don't, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Ooh. Leave that alone. It reminds me of that scene from Candyman where they say his name and she's like, no, mm -mm, don't, don't say that. Right. Don't say that. Like that was almost the immediate reaction from my homegirl. And I'm glad that 
that was her reaction and not like, okay, girl, because you better get yours because they going to get theirs. Like it was like, uh uh-uh. uh. And that, and uh, again, I also had to come to terms with the fact that I did not see men as a partner, I saw them as predators. Oh, wow. And I wanted to, you know, be the hero that saves everybody from the predator before the predator destroys the village. You were on a conquest. I was on a conquest. A very destructive one. And I thought that I was righteous in my uh, being a a vigilante, and I wasn't. Sheesh, you were a villain. Mm. I was the fucking villain! And I looked like all the villains that had come in my life. And I didn't realize, like, I looked just, it was my villain origin story, and I didn't know. I had no fucking idea. I had become the very thing that I hated, that I despised, the very thing that broke my heart. I was just like it. I was a mirror image. Mm. That, that hit home that hit home because yeah. I, I went through a similar phase um with my ex yeah my ex and i uh we were together for like three years mm-hmm. and we had the worst splitting to mm. the point where i was bitter for like five six years yeah and the way god works <laughs> <laughs> she ended up being my next door neighbor oh yeah now imagine seeing another nigga move her stuff in in your apartment building you mm. going to work at the same time trying to ignore mm. and it just it you can't you know the awkward the the awkward and it was so palpable and what made it worse what made it worse ariel mm-hmm. was she was fine i was bitter. you were destroyed yeah mm. she was fine Messy. And so literally one day she knocked on my door. Mm-hmm. It was a Saturday. No, it was a Thursday, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yo, we need to talk. And I'm mm-hmm. like, the fuck we got to talk about? Mm-hmm. And and she just looked at me and, was, and she gave me the look of who are you fronting for? Mm-hmm. And I welcomed her in. I called off work that day. Mm-hmm. And we talked for like six hours. Mm-hmm. We just laid it all on the table. What went wrong? She showed me the monster I was. And why X and Z and Y was here. It it just everything that I didn't see, she put it together to show me how explosive everything was. Yeah. And why she left. We're friends now. Yeah. (laughs) It's like like you need to see all of those and, and what what i want to commend you on is actually being able to see that shit and not you know and maybe it did still take some time but being able to see that shit and not going no i couldn't have i wouldn't have never me mm-hmm. being able to see okay wait a minute that's that that was that was pretty fucking messy i'm sorry yeah because yeah. i think like like that's that's the real part of healing and growing seeing where you done did some fuck shit Yep. And being able to say, yeah, I did do some fuck shit. And I not only apologize for my words, but I think I'm going to do better as a human. Yep. You said that on your last episode and it stuck with me. You was mm. like, you're going to do something messy and you're going to have to call yourself out on it. You're going to see the ugliness in you. And at that moment when we had that conversation, I saw how 
terrible I was. I was nowhere. And this is this is the killer shit. Every guy thinks he's the knight in shining armor. Until <laughs> until you get Ooh. brought to reality, we think every guy is the nice guy until you tell him otherwise. Bruh, we we all think Ooh. that we are just this this perfect being, the right one, the good guy. And so, since we're the good guy, you must be wrong. And and when you destroy that facade, mm. and when that glass breaks, it's just look at God, man. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was yeah it's it's a mess like i said but it's one of those what do you want do you do you want to do better be better show up better or do you want to keep pretending like your shit don't stink mm -hmm. and if you're ready to pretend like you know i mean if you're ready to to be honest about the fact that your shit stank now you can clean it up but you can't clean it up until you start being honest facts it is what it is because you can't bullshit yourself like, oh, you can, that. but you shouldn't. Well, I can't bullshit myself. I'm when sure the facts have been presented to me, yeah, my, my brain is just like, nah, that's a lie. This is the truth. This is what yeah. happened. Yeah. Because like you say, two things can be correct at the same time. Because in my mind, from my perspective, not having mm -hmm. all of the information, mm -hmm. I was right. Yeah. But then she showed me the full equation. You know what I'm saying? And, and it looks different. Yeah, they hit different. So, I wasn't shit. I can probably say I was an ain't shit nigga, but I'm. Oh better. yeah, I can say up until you know a couple weeks, maybe a month ago. Damn. You <laughs> <I, laughs> say a couple of years ago? Until a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> but but again, like I just because i i had to come out of my self-righteousness and and be more honest about the fact that i can be messy and destructive and again mm. i didn't know how destructive i was until i found out how destructive i was mm. now i gotta clean that shit up poison doesn't know it's poison mm. shit wild shit i thought wild. that was a pretty flower turns out i got thorns mm. Sticky hmm. niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Destroying. <laughs> but I'm off that now. God is good. All the time. All the time. Yeah. 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 Ariel, I, I got to absolutely none of the questions that I had written down. Oops. And I'm fine with that. I'm, okay. I'm being 100% real with you. I'm yeah. 1 million percent fine with that. Um, I, I know time is limited. I know people got shit to do. Yeah. So thank you. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I hope that this turns out to be, even if it wasn't the plan, it still turned out to be better than the plan. Fuck yeah. <laughs> people don't think it is. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I'm at with it. So um, if people wanted to follow your podcast or follow you, yeah. what where can they find you on social media and all the good stuff? So social media, I mostly do Instagram and uh, a little bit of TikTok, a little bit of Twitter, but everything is the same across the board at It's L on Air. That is I-T-S-E-L-L-E -L -L -E on Air. Um, my podcast, by the way, is Astrology and Chill. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find Astrology and Chill. That is. And please listen to her shit. She is hilarious. <laughs> and what you got here is but a smidget of who she is over there. I'm yeah. telling you. I'm telling you. So I can't wait for the next episode. 
um, giving you your flowers. You do have an amazing voice. When, when I finally saw you, and I was like, "Yeah, I could, yeah, yeah." That looks right. <laughs> yeah, yep, it fits. it fits. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, this has been your boy, sir. The 2020 Podcast LLC. Please say the LLC, and we are out.